get started. Hey everyone, so I'm Tesla Herbert, and today we have Robert Scoble with us. And we're gonna be talking about a topic that I'm very excited about, TeslaBot. Uh, I know it's a topic that many of you are excited about as well, and we're very fortunate that we have one of the few people in this world who has his pulse, not only on the bleeding edge developments of bots, but also spatial computing and just technology in general. And as we'll hear, these three disciplines are all kind of merging together in accelerated speed and they're required uh, for bot development. So um, when Robert was at Microsoft in 2003, uh, I was a big fan even way back then, and he became, as The Economist put it, <laughs> a minor celebrity for geeks around the world. <laughs> I think you're no longer just a minor celebrity, but it's still for geeks, right? <laughs> yeah, so, if somebody recognizes me in the street, it's almost always a geek. I, even it's, I, always <laughs> it's always somebody who watches Leo Laporte and, you know, is totally nerding out every night, you know, or calling in our Twitter spaces. It's crazy. So, uh, Robert, uh, many of us know him for his blog, uh, Scobalizer. He's an author of four books. Uh, he's best known for his interviews, his early peaks. He, he somehow gets himself in all these scoops uh, for the most exciting startups in the world. Uh, he's one of the most foremost experts in um, spatial computing. So that's like, you know, virtual reality, augmented reality, um, uh, uh, mixed reality. What's that? Any, I, I say it's any computing that uh, you move through or your robot, a robot's an autonomous. Okay, well, I, we're going to dig deep. That's why I'm so excited to have you here. And then, You're going to have a virtual being soon running around your floors. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not just a Roomba, right? <laughs> oh, whatever you want it to be. <laughs> this is going to be The so world cool. is about to really flip. This is a big, big, big wave of magic. I, that's why I'm excited about this. I'm going to do a whole series on bots and bot experts, and you're my first to come in. Because just a week ago, I saw that you published a YouTube channel, um, a YouTube video that you had an exclusive look inside Giant AI Robotics. Yeah. Love that video. People should check out. So welcome, Robert. Thank you. Thank you so and much. The, the guy awesome. who deserves the credit for that is Adrian Kaler, who mm. uh, built the first the computer vision system for the first Stanford autonomous vehicle that won the DARPA Grand Challenge, right? Wrote, what, what year was that? Uh, in the yeah. 80s. In the 80s. He's been doing computer vision a long time. He wrote the book that they still use at computer science labs all over the world. Yeah to teach computer vision. He started the core software team at Magic Leap, which is an augmented reality company, which is yes. uh, just got one best of show at AWE two weeks ago. And now he's building a robot company with late, the latest AI possible. So yeah, he's a real yeah. interesting. There's not many people who- Very intelligent. I love that video. He was very, very sharp. And like you just mentioned, the, his background was actually Magic Leap, or even like way back then, and then now. Computer Vision, Magic Leap, and now for cars, Magic Leap, and then now bots. And he right. says they're all tied. Right. He says, he says there's a reason that he's built robots, autonomous cars, and augmented reality glasses, right? Because they're all tied together by the technology and inside the inside the brain. So what's your opinion? Because you are, obviously your spatial computing, that's been your area for the last, I don't know, six years or something like that. What's your yeah. thought about that? Yeah. The, 
so there's been three eras of AI so far, right? Siri was the first app that consumers saw that had AI in it. And <clears throat> Siri, everybody knows the flaws of Siri, right? It, it doesn't understand my son, so it's not accessible. <laughs> um, you can talk to us, Apple. We'll give you the voice data so you can fix that, right? And, you know, uh, two, um, it, it doesn't learn very fast. And Siri, I had dinner with the guy who ran Siri six years ago at Apple, and he said, we already know it doesn't learn fast enough because mm -hmm. Google is learning faster than we are. He, they knew this six years ago. And I said, why do you know that? And he goes, well, we instrumented both us and Google, and we're watching how fast they're learning, and they're learning at a faster rate, which means they're going to win okay. everything because exponents yeah. go really nuts and take over everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we, when you start talking with these guys and start realizing where the problems are, the the, the very first version of AI was this very inflexible. It, it, Siri actually spit out when you uttered something to it. It spit out fifty lines of code that were hand coded by Apple mm. okay. uh, or by Siri Co Corporation back then. Right. And it wasn't very flexible. But for instance, my favorite question I keep asking these guys to fix is. Um, how many people are checked in at the Half Moon Bay Ritz-Carlton on Foursquare? Mm. Foursquare mm. has an answer to that question, actually. There is an mm. answer. Mm -hmm. for, you can go to Foursquare yeah. and see how many people are checked in right now. It'd be nine right. or one or two. And right. it has an API. But Siri, because it's hand-coded, doesn't hook up to okay. the API and doesn't answer the question and it fails over to go okay. big and give you a stupid answer, right? And so it's really frustrating because it keeps doing this failover all the time and it doesn't give you good answers. Google gives you way better answers because they have all the data from all the searches ever made by humans and they have mm -hmm. all sorts of technology to make that useful. So I have a Google in my Sonos. It's always this. Yeah. So that's hey, you said Google, that's the first. Oh, it's too low. <laughs> no, no. So too that's low. the first, uh, you said the first stage of AI. Yeah, the second stage is it's starting to learn faster. So you saw mm -hmm. a whole range of companies um, like Waymo and Cruise uh, and Zoots is even a little bit later stage. But you see a progression. If you saw a map of when these things were started, you see a progression. Yeah. And the middle stage is sort of this in-between where it's starting to learn faster. It's a little bit more flexible, but it still doesn't fix all the problems, right? Mm. And now we're in a, a stage of AI where the AI people brag, I can drive down a street I've never been down before, right? Mm -hmm. Which is the Tesla system. And the way to make that system work, okay, so Waymo and um, Zooks Cruise. and uh, Cruise, mm -hmm. they're all up in San Francisco. They don't leave San Francisco. They don't go across yeah. Golden Gate Bridge. That's why I go out to the Golden Gate Bridge and watch like I count cars out there. I just sit out there and watch how many cars. There's a Tesla every 10 seconds going across the Golden Gate Bridge, which is really mind blowing. And everybody else has a geofence that can't go to the Golden Gate across the Golden Gate Bridge, right? Mm -hmm. Because their AI doesn't learn fast enough, they have to go down the street and scan it, the neighborhood, and scan it, and do a lot of work to make the the map all work, all memorized mm -hmm. for device. Um, the Tesla one like, doesn't assume that at all. It's trying to figure out how to navigate down the street without 
ever have been down the street like a human being can, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, I've driven all over the America and I can drive on any, I can even drive backwards in Cork, Ireland. <laughs> on the wrong uh, red lane, on the wrong side of the right. street, right? Which is very hard to cognitively fight, yeah. right? Because you learn to drive on the right so hard. But even there, you learn to drive down a street you've never been down pretty quick. Um, and yeah. and that was Tesla's um, uh, philosophy is we should be able to learn what a human seeing and react just like yeah. a human being. Yeah, so uh, it's coming true. Has, it, it, yeah, Elon says that Tesla has the real world AI, the ability to recognize um, people and cars, and there's even like a big dog and a small dog, stop signs, trees. Uh, it's you've crazy. done a lot it, of work. Let me talk about it. I, I was just up at uh, Muir Woods with my family, and I turn on oh. um, full self driving because I have the beta now. Yeah. So I'm using it for everything. Yes. And yeah. I'm coming around a street that curves. And at the end of the curve is a stop van with its blinkers on. And there's a kid barfing next to the van. You know, obviously yeah. the parents had to get him out of the van as fast as possible, stopping him back in space. My Tesla is going 30 miles an hour, comes around the turn and goes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, pulls around it and goes right to yes. it. It's, it's just it does looking, a good job doing that. Holy yeah. shit. I'm, I, that's exactly what I would have done. Yeah. But it did it exactly. so fast and so smoothly yeah. and yeah. wow man never so, yeah so tesla uh, real world ai can recognize items when you spent yeah. work with the mixed reality ar reality can yeah. it do that now is any company can do that didn't you one time say that you can put your iphone with its lidar pointed against a fridge open it up it'll recognize a coke can yeah. are they in how are they able to do real world ai too using a phone and yeah. AR glasses? It's not far away. I mean, from both companies. I mean, mm -hmm. Elon might push, if, if we were having a conversation with Elon right now, he might go, oh, no, I'm not doing AR glasses. I think that's a stupid idea, right? Right. We're going to do the glass. <laughs> yeah. That's how entertainment's going to be done. And he cares about how entertainment's going to be done because he has all the things. Tesla. So pause for a second. You think that uh, Elon uh, Tesla is going to do an air glasses? Because I actually believe the same thing. No, he's hiring up to do them. I, the reason I've been saying that for a while is yeah. that uh, the reason why uh, uh, FSD beta is able to succeed so well for so long is because they have millions and millions of cars with millions of billions of cars, video, visual data to be able to feed into the neural networks. How, if you're creating a bot, don't you need as many videos as possible, whether it's a factory or the home? How are you going to do that? And so I thought they're either going to have air glasses and people well, walking around with maps. They already digitized their entire factory floor. A huge Who floor. Did? Sorry? Volkswagen. Yeah. And they're Volkswagen. not a, okay. Many factory floors have been digitized and turned into a virtual machine for training purposes and for mm -hmm. safety and for reorganizing the machine when you need to reorganize it and figure out how to do mm -hmm. that efficiently. And they're looking for efficiencies on the workers too. How do you get parts closer to them quicker mm -hmm. so that you can make supply chains work more efficiently? So they're, yeah, they're all efficient. And they're getting digitized yeah. pretty quick. So, okay. So let's uh, go back to bots again. So you went and visited this uh, uh, giant AI. Tell me about giant AI, what they're doing. Um, yeah. Are you, would you consider one of the leaders in the space? Yeah, in terms of AI, they're ahead of Tesla right now. 
uh, and if you look at it the wrong way. <laughs> okay. um, and they know that, right? So they'd started this company because robots before this were inflexible, were had to be made very precise because they were inflexible so that they mm -hmm. moved their hands or their grippers to the exact right location on a machine, mm -hmm. right? Or mm -hmm. on a thing that is being, you know, milled or whatever. And mm -hmm. Those robots were very uh, expensive and couldn't be adapted to new jobs very quickly, right? Mm -hmm. Once you trained it to do one thing, you expected it to live there for 30 years, building the same thing over yeah. and over and over and over again. Um, the, the new strategy is, is to come up with consumer level parts, like your motors, your arm, your, your torso, is all built out of a 3D printer. So low cost, uh, industry mm -hmm. open, small things that are lightweight that can do a job. And mm -hmm. the problem with using cheap equipment to make the price come down is the robot arm will overshoot sometimes like a job, mm -hmm. bottle or mm -hmm. a, you know, a can or something or, or a screw. It'll go yeah. too far. The, the magic of having modern AI is it recovers from mistakes very quickly, figures out the arm went too far and pulls it back just like a human being does, right? Mm -hmm. We overshoot. If we pick up this iPhone, my hand sometimes overshoots the iPhone and we humans figure out how to, you know, without even really thinking about it, just smoothly get it back on path and, and pick up your iPhone. Mm -hmm. um, this new AI does that. And it also comes with a benefit. You, if you're a worker and you have this robot, you can teach it a new job in, let's call it six times. You show it how mm -hmm. to fold laundry six times and then it can fold laundry. And it's mm -hmm. doing it visually by seeing everything you saw. Mm -hmm. it's, it's using eyes that are seeing in neural radiance fields and it's using the latest computer vision techniques to see everything and mm -hmm. be able to fold it up. So. This this new AI lets them use cheaper parts to get the price down, but also mm -hmm. makes it easier for a human to train. And so you're going to see it used for a lot of random, interesting jobs that a robot needs to do an hour a week or something like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they have the ability to, you said, uh, neural radiance vision. So that is that also the same thing as I can see a Coke can, I can see a water ball, and I know it is a water ball? And I see it's your hand when you, when in that video, you shook its hand. Of course, in that case, there was a human behind it to try to yeah. train it. Yeah. But yeah. Does it know? It, it, all right. So um, the radio, I mean, it, it's using two cameras that see 2D and the AI is converting that to uh, math, right? Mm. Radiance fields. Because it sees in radiance fields, it navigates the fingers in radiance fields. It, that's how it perceives the world after it gets converted to these radiance fields. I've seen autonomous cars with two cameras uh, right. that are building radiance fields in front of the car. And I've seen other devices that build them pretty quick. And now, the NVIDIA one right now is taking a little longer, but it's improving at a pretty quick rate. Mm. So the thing to watch is the exponents. It's not where is it today? Because like the Apple mm -hmm. headset's not gonna, you're not gonna have it in stores for another year. So the mm -hmm. question is, how much did it improve in the past year? And it's mm -hmm. exponential. 
it's going crazy. The, the people who build a radiance field say a year ago, it was impossible to do all sorts of stuff. And today they're like just chewing through problems and making it faster and faster and faster. And next year it's going to be faster and faster and faster yet. There's a lot, there was 47 or 49 papers at the latest computer vision conference. And that's, that was the hot topic of the conference. That was so. Know, that, do you do you think that um, Elon and Tesla is ahead in real world AI? He claims that you need to have, you know, a supercomputer. You need to have neural networks. You have to have millions my of friend, data. My, yeah, my friend. But there are other companies that are going to be able to do this as well. Uh, they're all going to try, uh, mm -hmm. but but my friend builds data centers for Microsoft mm -hmm. and others up in Washington. And he said there's a data center he's been in, which is just packed with Tesla AI 100 computers, a huge data center, a good part of the 500,000 square, or no, no, he said this one data center, two something million square feet is huge. <laughs> and a huge portion of that is Tesla's data center, right? That's a lot of machines to throw in a big ass job, <laughs> right? And that's the simulator, we, we call it Doja, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, but it's, it's, it's creating, yeah. it creates a real-time simulator of the world. In other words, yeah. Elon can see all sorts of different things about the world in this simulator because it's watching all patterns. So here's one. My Home Depot burned down the other day. Oh, right. Two okay. months ago, the home, whole Home Depot burned down. Oh, the whole entire, yeah. It burned down. Yeah. How many Teslas were in the lot? Mm. three uh -huh. with eight cameras going how many cameras do you right. need to make a neural radiance field three mm. but not eight cameras <laughs> you can make unity claims you only need one camera by the way to make a radiance okay. so and you can actually move around the 3d space that it builds off the 2d camera a little bit if you get two cameras you get more 3d if you get three cameras you get more and in a football stadium they're putting 10 around the stadium Right. Sure. Um, so anyway, so imagine you're in the simulator and you're, you, you you call up Elon. Hey, Elon, the Home Depot's burning down. He can watch it in real time in the simulator <laughs> or <laughs> near real time, you know, a minute later, maybe. I mean, how it, hard is it going to be for them? Even to, a day to... later before the AI stitches it all together yeah. and puts it in the simulator and you get to watch the Home Depot burning down. I mean. Yeah. So right now, the, all of their videos are from cars and vision systems. The real world AI is learning how to ride a roadway. Now we're talking about transferring that to a bot. I mean, yeah. people are saying, hey, the bot is a home. It's a factory. It's yeah. it's everything in this world. It's the trees. It's the stairs. Yeah. How transferable is that? A lot. Um, because yeah. the, the street, it, it, as a Tesla drives down the street, the image is mm -hmm. about... It, it shows you on the screen about 200 meters, 200 yards around the, around mm -hmm. the car. It's seeing everything, right? Mm -hmm. So um, if it needs an, a, an image of the front of your house, no problem, right? And can it figure out, oh, this person has stairs up to a second apartment door, right? It is, are they a Tesla owner? If they are, they're carrying their phone and the phone is always reporting location as you go upstairs sure. it has a barometer in the phone that i'll even oh interesting even the app of course right uh -huh. so you start thinking i call this israeli thinking because the israelis taught me how to, how they think about this stuff, right and 
And no, they just chunk down. What is the thing going to do? And how do we get the sensor reading for that? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's a lot of things that can be done. Okay, so before we go there, let's, let's go back again. I want to yeah. hear about your, uh, if you've heard about the other robotic companies, right? So I saw Amika. Yeah. So Amika is this face that can copy very, very, you know, it's the one that everybody saw on viral video. Yeah. Um, we saw not, there's this. I don't believe that's really an unencumbered un AI. It was it's too, just, it's too advanced for today's technology. Yeah. Um, they can puppeteer that kind of thing pretty oh, easily. And right. right. In fact, our, our device, you notice the one worker can jump into it, into the mm. giant AI device and, Yes, I saw in that, yeah. VR, and he's seeing what the robot sees, and he controls its yeah. moving of hands, right? Yeah. Or the moving of the head too, right? So as he moves yeah. the head left and right, the yeah. head is moving left and right, so it matches human experience. It's designed to yeah. work at, at a workspace where a human works, right? So it has to work sort of like a human moved the eyes left and right, mm -hmm. so it track, you know, is the some task going by and it needs to be able to move its hands and grasp things and move this is amika you're talking about giant this AI. Is our, yeah, this that's... is a giant ai but giant the, ai saw that yeah yeah there, the there's a variety of i mean um i've seen so many different robots hundreds of robots that do various mm. different tasks i mean we yeah. already have roombas in our house right that's a robot right. Um, exactly. you, can get, you can get a Chinese one that goes on the windows, cleans the windows. And, <laughs> Go clean you, know, windows. you just keep going. Right? And in yeah. manufacturing lines, they, they have everything from a huge robot that spins a car around, right? And right. puts it on a different line. If you go into the Tesla factory, they have one that spins the car yeah. around in a cage, right? And yeah, you can watch it, but you don't get close to it because you'd get crushed by such a, a thing. We've seen um, Boston right. Dynamics show off their Atlas robot that is yeah. doing parkour. It's jumping, it's flipping, yeah. it's opening a door, it's running through the fields. We've yeah. seen, and then there's a dog version. We've seen um, in the Japan Olympics, we saw this robot that was on a wheels but in a basketball court and was able to take shots from half court and get it in perfectly. They're good we've at math. Seen, <laughs> what's that? They're good at yeah. math. It's just a you know a sine wave or something. I you know I don't even remember. <laughs> it's more than sine wave. That's obviously a lot of you know it's it's dexterity and so forth. Yeah. Um, and then there's Dennis Hong, who has seven different robots out there. So of all the robots you've seen, is there anything that that is even I, coming close a to Tesla a car robot? I'd say an autonomous car is yes. a robot. That's what I he mean, Elon's been saying. The, the Tesla yeah. software is the most stunning thing I've ever seen. And okay. we haven't even been in the simulator. I'm talking about what it shows on the screens in the Teslas. It's yes. it's stunning when you think about what is it doing, and how is it predicting everybody's next move. It's like wow, that's a lot of software. A lot of a lot so of, of all these things. robots you've seen. Is there anything anybody that's coming close to? No. What they're attempting to do with the Tesla bot, or what they're no. proposing it's going to go. No, through. because they don't have the data. You got to start the real world AI, right? Huge data yeah. center with a huge number of machines to collect yeah. the data. My Tesla is sending Elon yeah. two and a half gigs a day, and so is yours. And so uh, we're all uploading such mass little strings of data into this AI model 
that he's a, I mean, look at Dali. Dali ingested 225 million right. images into its uh, AI. And now it hallucinates images back to you. You just tell it anything and it'll send you back an image, right? So, okay, so the, the real competitors then is somebody... But not quite as big as Tesla's, but it also has big exports. So yeah, I was going to say, the real competitors would be Google or Apple. Is Apple going to get into robotics? If they can do AR glasses, recognizing real world homes? Services. Hey, Apple. Hey, Siri, can you deliver a pizza tonight for my family? Oh, sure. It'll be yeah. there in 39 minutes, and here's the here's your pizza now going in the right. oven. It, the pizza guy has glasses on. They're imaging the oven and can tag your pizza as it goes through the oven, right? I, but I'm, you're you're pretty close to all these, you know, especially Apple. You've been close to them. Do you have any hints at all that they may go into robotics or? Yeah, they're like building the a car, car right? They, they're yes. building a car with a bunch of LiDAR, solid-state LiDARs on the top yes. of the car. Yeah, absolutely, Apple's building stuff. And it is watching Tesla and going, shit, we're fucked. <laughs> so they, <laughs> when companies that have a lot of money say that, then they spend <laughs> a lot of money to get back in the game, you know? And do they? So you said earlier about Google being ahead in, in, the, in the AI bit about it. What Nobody about is robotics? driving a car ten, every ten, right. 10 seconds across but, the Golden Gate Bridge. Only and this test. goes back to again that's a car, and that but how does that then translate into real world AI for homes and factories? <laughs> We're making a big leap, but I believe it. I get no, it. no, it's a self learning auto, system. Uh, uh, my friend AJ went to Carnegie Mellon as an AI pioneer. He's one of only two okay. people I know who's built an auto tagging AI. Okay, and he explained to me why it's so important. It, Elon just laid off a bunch of workers uh, that do mm. the tagging. Labeling, that's right. AJ um, Janega says auto taggers uh, get everybody to go on vacations. I.e., yes. once you get an auto tagger, it starts tagging everything. And if it's so good, you don't need to, yeah. It does it all fast, and um, so if it sees something new that it's never seen, how many microseconds does it take to go to Google and figure out, you know, how does this work? <laughs> you know, what is it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. is there any YouTube videos about it? Oh, let's chew through all of those in a few milliseconds, wow. right? So I mean, cool. it's not quite that good, but it's close. You know, and mm -hmm. so it knows all data. This is why Google works so good, because it's yeah. seen every single search we've ever done, and it has an answer now for everything that's been done. When it hits something new, the Google AI is not flexible. It mm -hmm. it gives you a stupid answer, mm -hmm. and sometimes it gives you wrong answers, and you you have to know that it's a wrong answer. But, um, yeah, that's another problem. <laughs> Um, okay. So far, most of the things that actually matter aren't wrong, right? So where you find errors is in, like, if you ask uh, Google, who was the first uh, James Bond, it mm. assumes you're asking about the movie, because that's probably what most people are asking. But yeah, there was a play before the movie, mm. and there was a different yeah. James Bond. I don't even remember his name. But my, my friend who builds AIs told me about this problem. It's still there. It still doesn't work. Sure, sure. It's a little bug that we all enjoy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, this is good. So we had we spent a lot of time talking about the AI and understanding that a little bit better and where the different companies are. 
and then I want to talk about a humanoid form. Yeah. And there's, do you know Dennis Hong? He's a UCLA professor. Uh, he runs, he's the founder of Romella Robotics, yeah. Robotics and Mechanism Laboratory. So he's kind of famous. He's been doing it for a, a decade or longer. So yeah. he had seven kinds of robots, and they're all variations from a spider to jumping ones and others. And, yeah. and then he just did a TED Talk a couple of weeks ago, and I was able to just watch it in preparation for this call. And he said, you know, what's next? He's got seven new robots. But the what was interesting about what he was talking about was he found it very, very difficult to have a humanoid form, to stay balanced and to not fall. Yeah. And so as much as he wants to create a human form, he always reverts back to a spider with six legs or three legs, or he created a humanoid form, but instead of it being bipedal like we walk, it actually is kind of like, it has, it's, it kind of does this kind of thing. Um, and uh, so, and then, and then it's so funny because he goes, it's so hard we, that he created a new. Giant hunted on legs, right? They don't have legs on giant. They, they just, don't even have legs. Giant does no legs. Yeah. They just saying it's just going to be hands. The reason, because the math you it's, need, the training data you need to walk and right. move and not fall is it very. So, so then what Hong did is, um, Dennis Hong, what they did was they actually created another kind of robot, which doesn't look like a robot at all. It's a balloon filled with helium and it has two kind of almost like rope like legs. So that it can always stay, it's it's just a way to keep it so that it doesn't fall. Yeah. Now, what what's but but then you have that, and then you're comparing that to the Boston Dynamics big giant heavy metal things that can jump and flip and all that, and they seem like you can't flip them over. In fact, you've seen videos where the graduate student would kick it and it fall and get back back up again or something like that. It's all AI. And yeah, so why why can't why why What's going on? Why is Dennis Hong saying that they can't make a robotic bipedal human that, or humanoid robot that can walk? It's a tough problem. Our human brains are doing a lot of uh, math trying to figure out, you know, how to how to navigate ourselves and keep us from falling. I once met the autopilot team at Tesla at a supercharger. It's okay. funny. Met five of them of the yeah. I don't know fifty people who work in autopilot engineering. And they said, we have a, a philosophy. If your human can do it, we can do it. Yes, yes. And so I, I start with that philosophy. Like, how is this possible to make this thing walk? Well, they have more data about how things walk. I stood, Who does? I, I parked in front of my kid's school and my Tesla was showing all the humans. Yes, I saw that. Around the car. I'm like. Oh, interesting. All the data to train all the robots on how to walk because. Oh my gosh. I never team, thought of that. Right? He has a lot of human samples of people walking wow. around the car, in front of the car, next to the car, right? And all of that is being studied now. I, I know a guy who has a, a patent on bone, you know, uh, structures and vascular structures to do all sorts of uh, identity stuff. This is. Studying the human body is a, a pretty deep science now. I mean, we have iPhone apps you put on the, a basketball court and it watches you play and it shows how many yes. goals you made, right. right? Yeah. It's like, okay. So you start thinking about what do they got? Oh, yeah, they got a, a few million computers in their data center that are all optimized just to do math for AI. 
and they have a lot of data of people walking around, dogs walking around, all sorts of kids, old people, right? They can they can study each one of those data sets in mass. And they're doing to be the devil's advocate, couldn't you just pull up YouTube, have Google search everything and say, show me all the ones where humans are walking and just use that as a simulator and just work from that? Yes. But now do you have what the sidewalk out front of my house looks like? And the staircase mm, and the depth and the height mm-hmm. and the mud because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it has to go through mud sometimes it has to go in the rain sometimes right if it's mm-hmm. actually going to enable what i am expecting it to enable why does elon want a robot he's going to have an autonomous car soon and if mm-hmm. you have an autonomous car a transportation per hour goes from 60 dollars retail to about 10. Mm-hmm. Therefore, a delivery service that charges $10 for a pizza goes down to two. Right. Yeah. And they'll take a profit, so five. It'll, <laughs> right? It'll reduce the price of a lot of things. And if I'm going to deliver pizza, I need to mo- move the pizza from my pizza oven at Roundtable into the vehicle, right? To send it mm-hmm. away and get it to go to somebody's house. And then how do you get the pizza from the vehicle to the front door at minimum, just that. That's the is, is it your is it your guess then that we're basically we're saying that the first use case for the Tesla bot he's been saying factory. Now you're guess, saying maybe door to last mile. And putting in a uh, putting an air conditioning unit in there, putting some wiring harnesses in there. That's another job yeah. robot, a robot can do, and it's hard to do that with today's industrial robots. Right. Yeah. So he could, and if he has this kind of AI that learns quick like in less than six tries. Mm. It's not going to be hard to teach that robot how to put something in over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again, and then they take over the job. Yeah. Yeah. So factory first, and then you said you think that maybe they'll be used for delivering the pizza from the car or something it, like that. It's totally about the car because it enables a new kind of transportation service, i.e. pizza, laundry, food, laundry, all the things that are around your city that need to be delivered. She, when you get the Cybertruck, it can deliver sheetrock, right? To your house. Okay, that's, this is interesting. Yeah, that's, right? okay. A lot You're of people said this, but I just, I don't think so. Depot and pick out the sheetrock. You're going to yeah. pick that out in augmented reality glasses and you're, yeah. oh yeah, that's what I need. That right there. And what, what I thought it would be personally is the semi. So after the factory, They'll help with a semi because at, when you're driving a semi, it's autonomous. That's great. But then there's so many things that the driver does outside of that. And then they would take over that. And then that sort of then allows it, them to do. It totally makes sense semi. what you said. That's, yeah. Having a, a workforce, a robot workforce that comes with the semi, jumps off the back and yeah. you know, um, organizes all your boxes onto lines. Yeah, It's already happening so, anyways. I mean, that, what I loved about what Jeff, I've yeah. heard of a, a, I met a guy at a game at the game developer conference, and we started talking about his job. He's like, yeah, yeah, I build these kinds of systems for warehouses. I work for a supply chain company. I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. Was, yeah, and this was two years ago. He said, and we just turned on our first cold storage automated, a completely automated factory. I.e., uh, lettuce comes in one door on a truck, and mm-hmm. robots take it off, redistribute it on lines. Everything's okay. automated. No human beings in there. And I'm like. Uh-huh. And I just saw wow. that on one of the news journals today. Like, oh, this fully automated warehouse is. Oh, yeah. We're two years. The news is two years behind what's actually going wow. on. Wow. 
That is absolutely so it, cool. So why do we need a Tesla robot on the semi in such a situation? Well, there's lots of places that don't have that kind of infrastructure, right? And, yeah. you know, you're 7-Eleven, you're dropping some milk off to, or, right? You see these semi-trailers been driving around the neighborhood delivering, you know, different products to different stores, right? right? So having right, a, so yeah. having a few robots come back makes total sense that it would get out and yeah. you know stock your milk and stock your eye coats. And all so that. What Giant AI said was that uh, so Boston Dynamics is like steel; it's really thick, and yeah. it needed that that width and strength. But then Giant AI said, you know, you can reduce the price. Sure. Heavy pack military. <laughs> that's plastic. Yeah, they were heavy pack military. That's that's who their market is probably in Boston yeah. Dynamics, yeah. but for um, for construction AI, they're, they said, you know, if you make it light, you, it's easier to move. You won't harm anybody. You can work side by side with workers. And that seems yeah. to be what Tesla bot is designed to be, uh, uh, you know, some not, sort of plastic. Not too heavy. Whatever. If you bump into it, it's not going to yeah. hurt you. It, it, it'll react like if you, yeah. if, you, if you tackle it, it'll be interesting to see what does, what does it do to tackle it, right? <laughs> I mean, this yeah, is the yeah. kind of if Elon's going to build a robot, you know, it's going to do stuff like, "Hey, go for a bomb." <laughs> so one of the reasons why I reached out to you because you just tweeted out something that I really loved uh, a week ago or whatever it was, and you said, "You know, Tesla bot in uh, AI Day on September 3rd. Because I've been asking the same question. Uh, yeah. So when when they announced that Tesla bot was going to be possibly at the AI Day, they first said AI Day was going to be August 19th. And then he comes out and says, oh, sorry, guys, we need till September 30th. The He's common theme that everybody kept saying, oh, that's because they're delayed. They're not, gonna, they're not there yet. I actually thought of it as positive. I think what happened was they showed him this incredible bot. He got really excited and he said, OK, we're going to do it on August 19th. Get it done, guys. But then he goes, you know what? I needed to do this to show that it's not just a bot that can jump and dance. That's not enough. I needed to show its intelligence because that's what we are. And so what could be cool? In your tweet, you threw out some ideas and I thought, yeah, those are good ideas. So what do you think in Tesla AI day when he shows off the robot, what does it need to do to prove that this is real world AI? This is not just all the other bots out there that can do fancy stuff that are coded in. The Boston Dynamics guy can slip and turn and then they can walk out the door. But when you look closely, you'll see QR codes in every door. So it's just, you know, ro robotically <laughs> opening a door. You need to show that Tesla bot is able to maneuver based on changing environment. What, you what's your it. ideas? And what does Elon know about the real world? Every fucking thing. <laughs> I still don't agree with you there. I don't think so. No, he doesn't have house, videos in the house. Or, hear me out. There's four on my street, okay? And they drive on my street a lot. So... Yeah. How, how many times has the front of my house been imaged by a Tesla or right. Google, for that matter? Google and M Apple have also imaged the front of my house, and it's two centimeters yeah. per volumetric pixel or a box mm. in the street, and it it'll do some pretty amazing things. I mean, I, um, the eyes are going to know where in three D space the head is. That that's why it won't stumble because it. Mm -hmm always knows what it's looking out at and there are little strings going to the voxels that are around it and it knows where those voxels are and it knows what those voxels are is that a stop sign is that mm -hmm. a light pole is that a telephone pole is that a car 
cars don't move very fast, but they do move once in a while, right? The AI treats those yeah. different and shows them different on the screens than a telephone pole, which never moves. Telephone pole is good for looking at voxels, right? Because it never moves yeah. and those voxels are there. So Unless I agree with you then, you know, the delivery knows. from a car to the front door can be done because they've got that video Easy. for sure. And, and he can do it while dancing. Yeah. So is that, is that an example of something you might see on AI Day 2 where he'll go, here's the bot and he's going to open up, he's going to, you said it's going to drive in through the Tesla, oh, whatever, why does that have to happen? Open the door, comes up, picks a package <laughs> no, and delivers it. What he's about to do yeah. is turn on the robo-taxi network, right? I mean, it, right. it's still four years away, but that's not very long. The iPhone is yeah. 15 years old, right? I remember that, so. Um, of course I do. His, to sell robo-taxis to us, he needs to get us to understand the utility of what happens when transportation goes autonomous. The wholesale cost of transportation goes from $18 an hour to $13, $30 an hour wholesale. And, you know, so it, all sorts of weird shit's going to happen because of that. Because you, you're going to use transportation more than you do today, but you're going to use it not to take a ride somewhere, but to mm. go pick up your laundry or go pick up your sheetrock eventually when the Cybertruck comes out or uh, pick up your food or pick up dinner, right? Or pick up your weed. <laughs> In sure. California, they yep. deliver weed, right? They deliver all sorts of stuff yep. to your house now, right? Yep. All sorts of different services are delivering stuff. He's going after all that because he understands how the human city works. He understands how many people are standing in line at a nightclub in San Francisco. So does GM and um, Waymo, but they only operate in San Francisco and, and Phoenix and Carnegie Mellon. Yeah. Okay, so you think that demo is going to be a delivery from the car into the front door or something has like that? has to show off. Why automatic driving matters beyond just saving lives. Because if he does that, okay. you start thinking about, oh shit, I better reorder. My brother who owns a bar in Virginia is already thinking about this. It's like, oh shit, what's coming from my bar? Is it more business, less business? How do I get the business? Right? This is all going to come yeah. through the Tesla network. He's putting in Tesla chargers for that reason. So Tesla owners get used to going and plugging in and teaching the AI in the cloud about this bar and going, hey, this is a cool place for Tesla owners, right? You just gave me an idea. There's a camera probably watching you plug in, <laughs> maybe instead of that snake thing, it just- There's the Chinese microphones on the walls over there, so <laughs> there's probably a camera. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking to the camera, it stares at me all day long, right? <laughs> uh, and stares at um, my living room and watches the TV while I'm watching TV. I mean, it's right behind me, right? Uh, so in the last uh, an interview that Lex Fridman did with Elon about the bot, Elon said yeah. there's two things that we can do um, that no one else is able to do. So he said real-world AI, which we talked about, and the other one is manufacturing. Yeah. He's able to manufacture this. So any thoughts or ideas about that? Have you seen other robots? And, and do they all just onesie twosies? I visited China and understood how factories work over there. Seagate, yeah. I used to sponsor my show and took me over there to, to, right. to be their factory. Um, <clears throat> the the guy who runs design at Harman Kardon, which Samsung bought and for billions of dollars, 
they make right. headmates for Toyota and stuff like that. He said, when I moved my design team from around different places around the world to Shenzhen, China, they started mm. uh, shipping product faster, winning awards, and making sales. They made uh, a lot more money per designer. And he said, the reason for that is if they have a problem with the plastic in some part or something wrong, wrong with, or if they just have a weird ass idea, I want to make a camera that you know is waterproof. Mm. They just need to walk across the street with the plans and go, hey, can you guys <laughs> build such a thing? Is that possible? And they go, well, uh, yeah, but you have to change that one piece. That, that's hard to manufacture right now. Change that to maybe a, a thicker piece and we can make that. And in half a day, they're to work on a new product, right? Yeah. That iteration cycle is very fast because they're close together. It's a real problem for America because if we want to design products, I have to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, use augmented reality. Mm -hmm. That's the only way we're going to compete with China. Because yeah. if we want to have that same iteration cycle with the factories in China, which is what you're going to do, you're going to make a lot of things in China still. You need to have that kind of don't get on a plane kind of attitude. You have to fix it right now and get get back mm -hmm. to work on this thing you're doing. Mm -hmm. Well, so, so Tesla is able to do that, though. Their factories, yeah. They have the whole the whole universe mapped. Yeah. The whole yeah, universe. Their factory can <laughs> their AI knows every fucking thing. <laughs> Serious. Yeah. And it's next level. It's like, um, what's the retail store sales of this store versus this store? Uh, how would it's, they how would how would Apple or uh, Tesla know this? Ingesting of data from places. What so you think they're so the, they have supercomputers? Tesla. What did Elon ask me when I laid down my money for my Model Three? He said, mm. "Send me your driver's license." I saw an Israeli yeah. company that takes a picture of that one picture, even mm. sent over a cheap ass camera on your phone, yeah. and it mm. validates whether it's authentic or not. Knows that it actually mm -hmm. came from a real government ID. Mm -hmm. Yes, my credit card, both sides. So he knows security code on the back, right? And uh, insurance card both sides. So he knows everything about my insurance agent and whether I have insurance or not. Those three things let you do a lot of things in finance. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and okay. you think this AI? <laughs> yes, I saw Israel, Israel AI several years ago that ingested every, everything. Wow. Okay. So that's interesting. Your your so uh, your mind is much wider. Yeah. And so the, the robots, you know, you start thinking about how do you design a robot to not mm. stumble. Mm. Oh shit! He has a lot of data nobody else does. Wow. He has all the data. So, yeah. Shocked how quickly. And, and that uh, doesn't that matter. Source. But the eyes are getting good enough to see. You know feature points around you and the computer mm. is taking this way. Insta360, a camera company, it came to my house and showed me their camera. It, it works basically mm. the same way. I saw you do that, yes. Yeah, yes. the AI in the in the inside the camera is looking for feature features like edges or horizons, mm. right? And it's moving the ball of pixels as you move the camera left and right. So it's yeah. steady cam. You know, it, it's it's moving the pixels. This dude, I mean, this is why I was like, come on. This dude lands things on barges from space. 
Right, right, right. So they you, must be able to it, be able to. <laughs> they can land that rocket on the barge at that yeah, speed at that height. A robot, but, it's, but the floor is nothing. <laughs> right. That's expectation. <laughs> Come on, you know how to make. But they have simulators where they can do where they their AI can learn from other things over right. and over real fast. Right. And, right. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, I, you just you just you just made me go crazy here. Okay, auto tagging, <laughs> auto tagging wow. because you want to know. Oh, that pedestrian's a child, right? Yeah. That one's an old person. That one, right? It's auto tagging everything in the scene around it, and it yeah. knows what it's looking at. Look at the Apple one, the Apple plan, um, room plan at WWDC. Yes, they shift a scanning system. That yeah, scan, recognize scans things. your yeah. room and recognize all sorts of stuff and distances, all just from now the Now you camera. can move the foreground out because it knows yeah, exactly what one, one object versus the, another object. I, I'm wearing this shirt of the good shit. This guy did mm. a scan. He, was, he, he watched uh, WWDC with me, and then he scanned my house. And he had a fashion show where people are walking on my floors through my house. Wow. Right? Yeah. So if he can make a virtual thing walk through my house... Robot a Tesla can make a, te a robot thing walk through my house because it sees the okay. world the same way. Yeah, he was telling me, yeah, soon you're gonna have performers walk down the hall into your space, and <laughs> that's so cool. Okay, uh, so let's let's go back to you know your your the, life is the robot. Amazing. The hard you... part then is hooking up the AI with the motors, but that too mm. is something that is trainable learnable like didn't they get yeah. engineering specs for every motor don't they have an idea of how inflex flexible or inflexible the arm is how many millimeters it overshoots things every single time don't they have right. that and doesn't the math keep you know getting the hand better and better and better every time yeah yeah so if i had a simulator i wouldn't have to do all those fucking things they, those people were doing in the video they would just do it right, right. virtually. Just virtually instead of doing it. Let it go to town yeah. and figure out how to run a machine from scratch. Yeah. Here, yeah, so he said, thing, uh, Elon right? said that. Humans yeah. are doing this, right? I, I couldn't figure out how to put gas in my uh, in a rental Toyota because I got a Toyota for a couple of weeks because my Tesla was in the shop because somebody hit me. Got a new yeah. bumper. And I couldn't figure out, I, my wife has a RAV4 and I know where the button is on her car, but I couldn't <laughs> figure it out. I was like clueless. I was like, what? so what do I do? I pull out Google Assistant, talk to Google Assistant. There's a YouTube video that shows you how to do it. So sure. you're telling me the AI can't ingest all that and go, oh, we have yep. a 3D thing now that shows you how to do that task. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How yeah. much further should we go? I mean, this data center is fairly big. How much more data can we ingest? A lot. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. I mean, that's what he said. He goes, in order to do real-world AI, you, you have to show me you have a supercomputer, you have billion miles or videos that you can train it, and you have to have the neural networks and the software. You don't yeah. have any of those, or you're short on that. You're I not going to be able to do I saw a paper uh, written by an innovator at uh, 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 the, the computer vision conference, it figured out how to go over the obstacles from one picture. <laughs> oh, okay. If it just a showing a picture. 
if AI can yeah. learn from one picture how to go over things like a, like yeah. a humanoid form, well, right, and, and 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 Tesla's the expertise, yeah, in heights and you, depth of things. You need to know the curb, yeah. It no, you can go through Yosemite in the winter time, or the summertime, or in sunset, or in sunrise, or yeah. in the middle of the night, right? Or in rain, <laughs> or in fog, or in tornado. We can simulate a tornado in this thing. Come on, let's go. <laughs> You're it so bullish. It's awesome. Then it, then it can teach a robot how to walk in the snow that's in the 3D scene that the camera's because I drove in the snow in my Tesla and it was capturing the snow. <laughs> yeah, not exactly. Yeah, the simulator. So a piece of the snow yeah. might might have been off my car. Another piece of the snow was off another car. That's what the computer does. Yeah. It takes little pieces of things and makes yeah. new surfaces. And his material scientists are using this to do material science. Yeah. So yeah, their expertise, what Tesla's expertise is, when you show them a video, <laughs> when you show them a video of something, they're able to quickly figure, okay, I don't know what this item is. And then they try to figure out what it is and they label it. And then before they used to have people, humans would, they had, he said that we had like a hundred thousand people would label things. And then the system would see if it was right. Now they go, they move those people to the end. They would label something, and the people were there just to make, confirm if it's correct. And so when they let go of some people, it's because it's so accurate already that they have they need less people to actually confirm it's right. And so what you've got there is something that you show a brand new scene hasn't seen. Let's say it's never seen a balloon before. Yeah. Uh, once you show them, uh, you know, he, I think uh, Karpati said in one of his AI days, he goes on your iPhone. You can get an app called Chooch, C-H-O-O-C-H. With the standard uh-huh. 2D camera, it knows 200,000 different items on your iPhone. You p- aim it at a Coke can, it says Something. that's a Coke can. You aim it at a okay. Toyota yeah. Rapport, so it's out there, says- yeah. And if you have a supercomputer, it can do that. Yeah, so yeah, Kaparthi said that, uh, let's say you have a car that has debris coming out of it. In just four hours, we can get 10,000 videos of car, different cars in different scenarios with debris. And then the system figures out that that's a car and with the debris a, coming out of it and figure it out. Yeah. Put a, put so, a mudslide in the simulator. Put, a, put an avalanche in the simulator. Right. Put, so if you, you throw know, a bot put, in a home, it'll just figure it out on its own eventually once it has you know enough videos of that. And then it'll just self-learn. And figure out when one robot figures out the rest know already right away that that fridge is open this way that fridge is open this way so when you turn on a the giant robot the software starts running and it figures out it's a robot when you start it up i the software is designed to start up in different things the giant software when it boots up it figures out by mm-hmm. the sensors that are around the machine that just booted it that it's a robot if it starts okay. up inside an autonomous car it can figure out oh i have two seven cameras now to play with or seven cameras and a lidar to play with. i'm an autonomous I'm car a car <laughs> right? again that's ai thinking it's like how do we make this thing learn so fast that it just figures out what it is as it's gotcha. booting up? That is so cool. Right? Uh, you know, briefly, I want to I want to get back to you. On all situations, but that's their thinking. Yeah. It's like 
how you make this thing flexible and then someday you're going to have virtual robots too that are just going to be pals of yours hey tesla what's a virtual robot a, a virtual being that in your glasses you can see you put on your glasses yeah, back, you okay. can see your tesla robot standing next to you and then that thing's going to be pretty smart like hey T tesla robot you know where should we go for dinner tonight yeah oh, Lex yeah, Freeman and, and uh, elon said that you ready for yeah. some sushi, babe? Yes. Uh, I'll call the truck. Elon said that uh, the, the robots will probably have personalities in the future. There's a based on your personality. Gaping hole in the Tesla car. Oh. Everything else is automatic. The windshield wipers, the mirror, everything's nice. Uh -huh. Except when you try to talk to the car. That's right. You know... That ain't on purpose. I mean, that's on purpose. They're holding yeah. out for a system that they're going to bring out where you can talk to everything in the Tesla environment, a virtual robot, yeah. a car, a yeah. augmented reality glasses, the car itself. Yeah. And it's going to learn that, fast. So it's going to yeah. keep getting more and more things it does. So, yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. It, it needs to be voice, right? You need to be able to talk to it. You need. I think he already said that, right? Go get know, me a beer. I mean, here's one. Mm -hmm. You're driving 80 miles an hour through central California. You just left the supercharger, right? And you're hungry all of a sudden. Hey, Tesla, yeah. can you tell me wh when is the next in and out? Right. It knows where you're heading. It knows where all the in and outs are. It's seen that before with other Teslas that have gone through the drive through even three minutes ago, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's able to say, um, yeah, there's one ahead. There's a line that's about 10 minutes right now. And you can decide if you're going to stop at that one or go a little further. Oh, there's no line at that <laughs> one. And the AI okay. will be able to talk to you. The little virtual thing standing here is going to be able to talk to me like that all day long. Like, I can't wait till that happens. But yes, <laughs> you should definitely be able to talk to your car at the very and least. And of course, I, I didn't even think about that. Maybe they ship a virtual robot long before they ship the physical one. To get uh, us used to, we're going to talk to a robot. And it's going to do it. Yeah, so the only way for that to happen is they have to have AR glasses, right? No, the phone. I'm gonna, Apple well, you're thinking Apple. Tesla's not going to create a phone. Yeah. No, Tesla's but they have an app on the phone. They could add an augmented reality thing to the phone that lets you image a virtual robot in your house and talk to it. Right? Uh, <laughs> I doubt that, but okay. <laughs> That's, That's a way easier yeah. than building a robot because <laughs> that can be simulated right into the app. I mean, it's yeah, it's not as valuable. That's okay. Uh, so, Robert, I, I just want to spend some time. Uh, I want to spend some time getting to know you a bit. So tell me a little about your story, um, how you started, and then you. There's so many things that you've said that you're like. It's amazing the the things that you've been the first to see or first to do. Uh, like I heard you this morning on the space talking about the CERN being given a private tour of CERN in Switzerland. Can you share a few ideas, a few of these examples that you've done that it's just mind blowing? <laughs> yeah, I was the first child laborer for Apple Computer at 13. <laughs> what, what do you mean by that? <laughs> My mom built Apple II motherboards in our house and had a whole assembly line. And we were um, not quite slaves. We got paid a dollar a board. 
to uh, stuff the boards with, I don't know. You're kidding. Like, You're not kidding me. This is I'm the original. Hundreds of Apple II motherboards, right? Oh my God. I just was thinking about that because it's like, you know, Apple's iPhone is. Does, does Steve Jobs know this? Did he, did he know this? Was did. Was, okay. That's so yeah. cool, Harvey. They they ran out of factory line. They got so much demand for the Apple II that they couldn't make them fast enough in their factories. So they hired a woman, Hildy Licht in the Valley, who hired housewives to build things gotcha. under contract. She still is in business today, probably because she had the Apple account for a while. That is so cool. Good momentum there. Apple hired you guys? You must do good work. In fact, Waz told me those motherboards had fewer failures than the ones they made in the factory. Yeah. Because people like my mom were very careful with them. And yeah. we washed them in our dishwasher. <laughs> the flux off the solder. I learned all <laughs> I learned how to solder on Apple II motherboards, right? And I got a That's job so later cool. at AP running their manufacturing unit. That's early days. Um I met Waz, the guy who designed the motherboards in 1989, later, you know, 12 years later. Yeah. And I saw him uh, uh at West Valley Community College, he was parking in the same spot every morning, and his car had the plates Waz, so I knew who it was. Yeah. It was like, what is Waz doing at a community college? They yeah. you know, started Apple Computer. You should be going to Stanford or Berkeley. Right? <laughs> you know, they let you in for free. When you start a company like that, everybody wants you to start to come to their college because it's a big yeah. deal. But here, here he's going to a community college, and I stalked him and studied with him every morning. For a semester, and um, that led to a, a friendship for an entire life. But I was nice. the first to the Tesla. Uh, I was the first to get a ride in the first Tesla with Elon. Elon gave me a ride before he gave his best friend a ride. <laughs> How did this happen? How did this happen? I thought it was that we, VC guy. Fully uh, by accident. Because okay. I was out to dinner with Jason Calacanis, who's yes, Jason friend. is his best friend, right? Yeah. Or was at the time. Okay. I don't know if they're still best buds, but they're pretty good friends. And yeah, yeah. Uh, he was like, we were having dinner at this restaurant. He's like, I think Elon just got his new car. You know, should we call Elon? Of course we should call <laughs> Elon. <laughs> I mean, keep in mind, back then, nobody knew who he was, really. Yes. I mean, nerds yeah. like us probably knew, okay, he's a crazy guy. He started PayPal and had a, has a, some sort of car fetish. Something He's doing something with cars. That's what I that's what I thought of as Tesla that night. I was like, at the time, oh, yeah, I want to see a new car. Who doesn't want to see a new sure. car? Yeah, have this dude bring out his new car, right? And we ended up uh, drag racing it. And uh, Elon had a yellow uh, Corvette, and the Tesla just yeah. wiped wiped away. At least you know at what we were doing, <laughs> which was stop sign racing in Santa Monica. And, we would both step on the accelerators as good as we could, and they and the Tesla was just completely eviscerated the gas car. And Elon was giving me—I was live streaming on a Nokia phone, so I uh, took two thousand people or so. And Gambit wrote about it. It's still that's wow. It's not the video, cool. you know. It's, it's a story. Yes. Anyways, we um, he he gave me the first sales pitch of Tesla Corporation. Why it mattered, right? Why electric motors in vehicles matters it's cheaper it's safer and it beats you yeah. it beats the other guys like stop station the stop sign racing yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. which fork, is his work is fast he appeals to the child in all in me at least and many many <laughs> other people i've met who are tesla fans right because he's like oh he flies he he's, he's doing rockets that land on bars okay that's just 
next level. That's cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> right? that. We've seen rockets all of our lives, but rockets that land on Mars is like next level. Yeah. Um, and and we all want to be an astronaut, right? A lot of us want to be. An astronaut. <laughs> yeah, we, we do. Need to have good eyes or something like that. Um, and um, he he's a car guy, and he's doing all this other stuff. And so he just appeals to the child in us, you know, the, yeah, the child sure. that wants to do weird shit, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and change the world and help people and stuff like that. Um, or put him out of work. I I'm still trying to figure out what, which is Elon nice or, or mean. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, we'll, we'll see. He's <laughs> nice and people say he's mean. I, jury's he's still nice. out there. <laughs> Yeah, but the robots haven't killed me yet, and they had chances, yeah, yeah. millions of chances to kill me every day when I'm driving my Tesla because it's a put up, right, right, sure, sure, 65 miles an hour on curves with a bus on the other side, and it does it perfectly <laughs> every single time. So, far. so far. Okay, what what other uh, news <laughs> first things did you do? Yeah. <laughs> it does What's make the first things. Are, yeah, but I I was first to see Flipboard, Cloud Air, uh, all Instagram, all sorts of wow. Things. And really? Siri, awesome. Yeah, Siri was launched in my son's bedroom. I had the first video of the Google self-driving car on YouTube. It still is the first. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I've been all over the world into R&D labs and other things. Yes. Um, Matayo uh, was one. Um, 11 years ago, they showed me monsters on the sides of skyscrapers with a computer, and that became Apple's augmented reality headset. Gotcha. And we haven't seen it. That's 11 years I've been waiting for this. See, my son yes. now, he's giving me a <laughs> It's 11 That's years. That's amazing. Now, yeah. Right? So, um, I've been tracking all these companies for a long time, all these startups that I like talking to who are starting two-person companies doing something weird. And um, they get sucked into Apple and disappear. And this happened over and over and over again. I'm like, someday this company is going to ship something. <laughs> it's going to ship. Yeah, they're picking the right thing. <laughs> and it's yeah. been sticking in a lot of interesting things and companies and technologies and doing stuff that, like the M1 chip. It's really amazing chip. Here's one. I tried to talk Bill Gates in the spend. I worked for Microsoft as a strategist. Yes, he did. So yeah. I tried to talk him into spending $300 million to do a variety of things and buy companies like Automatic, which today owns 17% of the web. Oh, automatic. Yeah, yeah. They did. Well. could have put a bid in and bought it. Did he? No. He didn't even give me $300 million. It cost him a lot, but he doesn't care. He's still making a lot. And he's, he's a billionaire. I mean, he always will be. Um, but uh, he turned me down for $300 million, and I had a pretty good case of why he should spend that money. This M1 I'm talking to you on, 16.8% uh, of it is neural network. Yes. It's not being used right now. That alone, that piece of the chip alone costs multiple billions of dollars. So who mm. talked Tim Cook into spending multiple billions of dollars on a processing capability that really is not turned on yet? Day, okay, cool. Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's only one human being who can get Tim Cook to spend $3 billion, and it's Steve Jobs. <laughs> Steve Jobs told him long ago, what to do to mm. disrupt TV, disrupt everything. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he started buying augmented reality companies right after that and patenting things way back 
uh, even before Matayo got hot, right? Yeah. So it's um, yeah. It's well, fun. I know to you've see. been excited for it. It's coming. And so I'm just a little pollinator. I see this startup do this thing. I see this robot company do this thing, and I see this guy do or this woman doing this thing, and I yep. start to put together. Oh shit! There's big change on the way. You're like the Forrest Gump of uh, technology. Hey, <laughs> every every I'm place you've ever good been. Good at showing up at weird places first. <laughs> uh, I can't deny it. After having you know Bill Gates' yeah. robot lab, I got in there first. Right? Yeah, but it's so cool that you also did that with Tesla, and now you're you can see the passion you have and the excitement you have with the Tesla bot. You just we just know it's going to change the world, right? Have you have you given some thought a bit of all the things that are going to change? Um, how significant it's going to this go is over the and economy? Get the ice cream away from my son right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> a robot nanny. What what would we call these robots, anyways? I, I know that Elon stumbled with the with the word hey, owner. Hey Tesla one, do you have a brother? <laughs> I'd like to hang out with your brother. <laughs> but what are you? What are hey, you going to be called? Together, right? Three-way games. Yeah. We need another robot in the house to do something. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. It's you're going to rent them. Um, also, they're going to come with the, with the transportation network. You're going to call them. You know, right. hey, I need a I need a pizza delivered, and it's going to arrive at the front door, and it's going to go, hey. For two dollars, mm. we can come in and set up your table and put out your napkins and all that. <laughs> and for another two dollars, we can clean your toilets, and you know, and another two dollars, we can. Is there your- any way that you can uh, weasel your way in so that you can get a first view of this bot? And can I join you? Is there a way that you can find your friend? Maybe watching AI Day right there. I I don't <laughs> I don't get invited anymore to these things. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be watching on TV just like you are and going. Okay, yeah. that's really interesting. The AI is really good at that, not really good at that, or has where's the batteries? <laughs> How much power yeah. does it have? They're good. They could put on a good show, and it's going to be a show, right? Yeah. yeah. With a robot that looks real. I mean, like you saw, a giant a giant could climb into the yeah. robot with a VR headset. Is there somebody, somebody behind controlling the stage it? Yeah. Helping it. I think. I hope it they don't do be, that though. That's cheating. I hope they, they don't do either. That. I think uh, Tesla should say this is Tesla AI. There is no human being you're yes. interacting with. It's talking to you. Yeah. It's playing jump rope with you. It's doing this yeah. stuff in front of you. Because Milan, get off that. Put that ice cream away, please. Okay. Um, you know, could could it uh, do very crazy things? It should. Like it. They should demonstrate it, you know, going through an obstacle course on the way to your front yeah. door, like yeah, mud. No, you you threw an idea which is it has to have something random, right? So you have to either throw a dice or something random happens, and then it things change because of that, and then the robot does something because it can't just be pre, you know, you watch it do that. It's got to be something random and changed it, right? I sure hope so. Yeah. We're going to be watching close. What is this thing doing? And where did it get So let's uh, do some uh, predictions here. What, what does it know about the street? Oh, wait a second. It did something freaky there. How did it do that? Right? And we're going to be thinking <laughs> about how the AI is seeing various things in the street. Like, does a bicycle come down the demo path and it jumps out of the way like a human does and lands on its face and then comes back? Right. Yeah. It better do stuff like that because it. That's the expectation. 
right? That it well, interacts. It doesn't have to do it by September, though, does it? I mean, it can it can yeah. kind of like. No, that's the whole yeah. point. If you can build, if you, the simulator, it, it's doing it in the simulator. So, okay, now, do they have the ability to manufacture a, a robot that can do the simulator? That's hard. I, I, Adrian warned me about that. He said, we can do a lot of things in simulator too. It's hard to put them in a machine that moves and yeah. has engines and sensors and has it all calibrated together. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do that. But, you know, they build cars. Come on. Don't they have a lab yeah. where they can build things? Yes. For Don't sure. they yeah. have NC they, they build seats. They, they build yes. everything. Yeah. Don't they have the ability Parts. to put, you know, all sorts of weird stuff onto weird things? Yes. Actuators. Space. Yeah. Materials. Now, he's already said that it's not going to look like the bot that we saw in a mannequin. It's going to be different. It's going to be probably bigger, heavier. It's got to have that, right? What, what do you what do you expect? Where's the battery? <laughs> Where's the battery? Is it the is it the button? Does, how long can this thing walk? Right, yeah. that'll be <laughs> this thing today in the battery yeah. configuration it has can walk, you know, yeah, twenty miles or something. It's a forty six eighty battery. <laughs> a structural. Yeah, but but you, know, know, uh, you need those answers like to fit it into your mental model. Oh shit, we're in trouble. <laughs> what's really cool about Tesla is whenever they show a prototype, it is very close to what they're actually going to do in production versus other companies with this fancy uh, do they, prototype. Do they do? Not. Do they do a head fake and make us all think they're doing a physical robot first, or do they have something on your phone that you look at? It's not going to be a virtual. You keep you're on that. It's not going to be. No, they're a manufacturer. They're a manufacturer, and they're okay. <laughs> we'll see. You want to make a bet? <laughs> if you can put a 3D robot on your 2D phone and you're talking to it and getting uh, good answers, and it's doing things on your floor in augmented reality, right? Like you would see what the robot would do. Now you're getting the only reason I agree with you there is they need millions and millions of videos of people's homes and then to be able to recognize it. So they may do something like that like a game just like so they can get all the videos. Yeah. Would you like to play a game, Dave? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've hidden all sorts of weird stuff throughout your house. Your world. Would you like you to play a game, Dave? Take it on a walk and watch it walk. <laughs> and the sidewalk, what? watch it on your phone walking around <laughs> you'll realize they have the simulator working and you're seeing the robot yeah. walking around then you start believing it's going to work when they yeah. physically bring a robot to you with an autonomous car with a pizza in it oh i, I see what you're saying that's what i mean it can't just be a phone it's got to be glasses right like i'm opening the oh, you door can do, do not underestimate your phone it's a supercomputer with nice sensors on both sides sure, but you have to hold it yeah, I'm going to get a beer. He's following you know. it down the street. You're holding it anyways. I hold my phone all the time, looking at my phone yeah. while I'm walking down the street. Right. So am I talking to my Tesla robot while I'm walking down the street and it's walking along with me? Hi, Tesla. I see. Right. So you have and a wild you, imagination. We'll see. It's amazing that there's a thing walking alongside you, talking to you all day long. Do you forget that it's not a physical robot? <laughs> Do you want to buy one eventually because it's it's so exciting and you got it, you named it, everything? 2024, when the autonomous cars get uh, re regulated, that thing is going to be real coming and delivering pizza yeah. to you. And you can see how it would do it. Yeah. Right? That's and so you can cool. see the simulator all around you too. Do you have any clue how 
fucking amazing simulator. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's here's one thing. I was in um, lane one going 80 miles an hour, and something was on the road, a, a paint bucket. And human mm-hmm. beings were going around the paint bucket randomly, you know, getting uh, doing random things up ahead. And so I, I was in autopilot. I let the computer drive, and I wanted to see yeah. what it would do. Didn't do much. Yeah, right. Now, it knows about paint buckets because mm-hmm. of my car. Because I grabbed yeah. the steering wheel to take control of it. It taught the AI to take the videos off the car yeah. at that moment and put it up in the learning system. And the learning yeah. system tagged the bucket and said, we haven't seen a bucket in lane one before. You might think about how we're going to handle that in the simulator. Yeah. Yeah. And then they can try it a hundred thousand, hundred million times, both vertic- virtually as well as physical human drivers driving a simulator yeah. down the street, seeing a bucket in the in the road, figuring yeah. out what to do. And that's what Kaparthi said. <laughs> if he wanted to recognize buckets on a road, he just says he just says it, and then four hours later, he's gonna have ten thousand videos of different buckets and buckets, and they'll and then they'll teach it how to recognize it, label it, and then move on. And yeah. and do the predictive math of where the car needs how it's gonna it, when it sees a buck in the road today, it does a hundred thousand pass instantly. Mm-hmm. Hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And then it starts yeah. evaluating the pass while you're going a few feet, right? At eighty miles yeah. an hour, you're only going a few feet and it's doing this. And then it figures be. out, oh, that's the right path. Yeah. That's the path that leads to the most success in our simulator. Right? So now if it needs to interact with a human being out on the street and it's doing jump rope, did it learn how to play jump rope the same way? And <laughs> does it joke around with the kids who are playing the jump rope? This is going to be too cool. I'm it, excited. That's the expectation, right? So yeah. if it doesn't meet that expectation, yes, yeah, it's okay. What do they show us in the simulator <laughs> to cover for it? <laughs> right? Well, it, it is, it is <laughs> AI days. Like you're at AI day, you're watching TV. You have no idea what is real and what's robot. Sure. Or, or I'm sorry, what's robot and what's augmented? Yeah. Because the two can be made to look the same now. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. In the simulator, right? It, yeah. And if you're in the simulator, and if you're looking at it on a phone screen or looking at it at home on a TV, it's going to be hard to tell what's what's yeah. in the simulator and what's the real robot doing. And they might even be nice to us and say, this is the real robot, this is the simulator. Yeah. So we can see, what did the simulator learn? How was it taught? How does it work? What's that data set? Because it's big. And then um, what does the robot, how did we get the code, the instruction, yeah. the, the thinking, the brain, the software, out of the uh, simulator and into the robot? And then... Mm-hmm. How much work did you have to do over there to fix mm-hmm. you know, things that didn't work right? Yeah, I fully expect that they're gonna announce that the dojo is already live. There's there's no way that they're, they're gonna do an AI day two and then say, oh, dojo is still six months away and year away. They can't do that. What an embarrassment that it's would built. be. It's built. No, no. I have friends who've been inside the warehouse. It's built. They have all the machines in a data center, so it's built. So it's built. I know that, but they, he said he said that the day that his AI team decides to switch from the current supercomputers to the dojo, they will decide if it's better or not, and we'll, we'll, we'll need to find out if they turned it on and actually are using it live production. 
course. <laughs> you have a lot of, uh, of optimism it's for. It's the reason giant isn't really going to matter much, right? Yeah, they don't have the, not, the intelligence. They, yeah. Once you let a robot on your factory floor and it's seeing the world in 3D, it's seeing yeah. everything. And I, I think this is the. What you said earlier is actually the answer. When I when I brought up the idea that Dennis Hong and the others they created these bots, but they can't they they can't manufacture to not stand straight. Well, what they're missing is the supercomputer, the AI to then the just videos, like you said, even the photos of it. It'll feed it and then it'll learn. And if they can land a rocket, if they can get it, they can get a car to you know move uh, micrometers. Uh, they can you know not easily, but they should be able to teach a bot to walk. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be very that's a, fun. That's what I'm hearing they did. So we see in September. Okay. Um, or do they do something even more mind blowing? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Limits no, to he's our new he's our new Steve Jobs. We miss Steve Jobs you know, so much. Do they come out now? And and sort of show a piece of the physical robot and say this is where we are with the physical. But hmm. let's show you the simulator. And it's mm. so mind blowing to put it on your to update the Tesla app and then get the AR simulator and talk to it all day long and it's walking around your house and doing things. Ooh, that's going to be pretty interesting. Well, you brought up some things that I haven't even thought of does before, and I have a wild on, imagination. Does it know what's on the roof? If I have a Tesla solar roof, does it show me that? Does it talk <laughs> yeah. to me about that? Does it go, hey, your batteries are cool now? Thanks for the solar power. Or yeah, some hey, people were saying that solar roof is another uh, area that it's repeatable, repeatable, dangerous, yeah. um, and boring. That they would probably use a bot to help with solar roof roof installations. Yeah. Now that would be that would go across the line. I'm expecting mm, if it okay, if yeah. it could climb up a ladder on the side of a yeah. house and start installing a Tesla solar panel. Yeah, that would be, <laughs> that's not <laughs> September 30th. Yeah, and that, that's now that's my new expectation. I'm expecting that. <laughs> no, you could, don't do this. You don't think it's ready for the solar panel? No, 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 no. This is it's it'll it's, show yeah. it to you in the simulator, though. Yeah, we're we're that's you're right. Hard. We'll see. That's so, the way normally to... it's like this, right? Things are slow, and then all of a sudden, boom, it can do something you did yeah. not expect. But at this point, you're expecting something a little too early, we're, maybe. If we go from one plus one is two, yeah. You're already exponential. It's just small. Two plus two exactly. is four. That's exponential. Yeah. Four plus four is eight. That's exponential. Yeah. Four times four is sixteen. Yeah. By the end, you know, by the time it does that thirty times, you have mil yeah. millions. Right. Millions, millions, millions. Yeah, yeah. These are changing real fast. Yeah. He has millions now. He yeah, has the so. gene to ingest two and a half gigs from every one of the Tesla cars, which is what somewhere around 2 million cars now. And he's making how many right. in Fremont a month? Like 50,000 a month new cars just in Fremont. And he has Texas and China. China's beating Fremont every month, right? They're making more and more cars over there. So, and Germany's nice. coming online, right? So he's gonna have nodes that are spreading out across the world and he's gonna be able to see all the data. Plus, he has Starlink over your head. Do you don't think yes. he's okay? Uh, if not, there's <laughs> next to a planet that has a camera. So, you know, he gets the info. Yeah. The government showed me taking a single photo from a military satellite, right, and extruding it into Yosemite National Park. One yeah. photo from overhead was yeah. extruded into a 3D thing you could fly through in VR. 
Yeah. And so it already has a lot of the world's data all everywhere. It's just um, they have better data if you're at the Golden Gate Bridge because there's a Tesla going across that every 10 seconds. So, so the satellite, uh, Tesla satellites can actually map faster and quicker than Google, you know, yeah. the people walking around with their backpacks. <laughs> By the way, did you see what uh, Waz is doing in retirement? No. What's that? He just released an app that shows mm. everything in space around the earth in real time. Mm. He's one of three people who started a new company. I forget the company now that I'm talking That's about. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Alex Feeling is the other partner. He's a dude. Um, Alex Feeling built a robot company too. So he's a real smart dude as well. Mm. Um, let me find this satellite photo. Yeah. Um, Leo Labs. Leo, Leo Labs. Yeah. You click on Leo Labs and you can. Um, yeah. And it shows the globe with everything flying around the globe in real time. If you watch it closely, it's uh -huh. showing you okay, everything. Okay, for the satellite view. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. So that's what Waz does on retirement. Yeah. If that's what you're doing on retirement, then. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, you get, you get the co-founder of Apple uh, bored at a, on a beach somewhere, and he starts doing shit like that with his friends. Right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, Robert. Um, everyone, please follow Robert on Twitter under his handle at Scobalizer. And of course, you got to visit his YouTube channel, Robert Scoble. Hopefully you learned something new. And if so, please subscribe and like. Thank you, everybody. Thank you again, Robert. This was amazing. I learned so many new things. Um, excited. Even I, somebody with a dreamer idea person, you've made me blow my mind a few times. So thank you again.